0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast.
2: The beat singer! Toss on up the first in time to get seven! Rerun
3: home! Canó off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad, and the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye, baseball. Straight away, center field. Canó and Cruz go back to back, and the king when the Mariners needed him the most. Two hits over seven scoreless innings.
4: Now here's your host Gary Hill, and welcome back to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Gary Hill here. Thanks for being here once again. Hopefully, you had a nice weekend. Disappointing weekend for the M's, as in all, they drop three of four to the Yankees in the four-game series. Definitely an opportunity for the Mariners coming into the weekend. Now, some more work to do. Is we'll take a look at the wild card standings in just a moment. But the Mariners on Thursday falling four to one to the Yankees, losing five to one on Friday, coming back with a thriller of a win. On Saturday, 6-5 to five, in 10 innings, and then a chance to split the series on Sunday. Had a lead in that ball game, lost the lead late, and the Yankees end up winning the series. So it doesn't get much easier for the Mariners, as they will take on the Boston Red Sox for three coming up. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. But we will put a smile on your face during this podcast, a good one. The Week That Was is here, which we always do on a Monday. Greg Green will be here as well. He's going to talk about some fun stuff coming up with Edgar Martinez weekend and also the rest of this homestand. And also Yankees in town, which meant the voice of the Yankees, John Sterling, was in town. So we have a wide-ranging, very fun conversation with the play-by-play man for the New York Yankees. Great stuff on Robinson Cano, Edgar Martinez, and some fun stories along the way that I think you'll enjoy. So... That is coming up as well. So, Friday, Mariners fall 5-1. to one. So, they drop the first two games of the series to the Yankees. And then on Saturday, really an incredible ball game. This was a game played at a really high level. Teams going back and forth. Mariners able to get a four spot in the third inning to take a 4-1 to one lead. Yankees fight back one in the fifth, one in the sixth, one in the eighth. A tied ball game in the eighth inning when Robbie Cano comes up big.
2: Here's the stretch and the pitch on the way to Robbie. Swing and a fly ball deep to left field. Frazier going back, looking up, goodbye baseball! Robbie Cano, don't you know, with an opposite field home run into the Yankee bullpen. And the Mariners have the lead, 5-4 here in the bottom of the eighth inning, jumping on Robertson's first pitch. Robbie Cano, home run number 19 on the
4: year. But the Yankees would get one in the ninth to tie it up. Extra innings. Gamble let off the 10th with a double. He had a huge game, a home run, a great throw to second base in the first inning that cut down a runner. Uh, let off the inning with a double. Robinson Cano intentionally walked, and Nelson Cruz won the game in walk-off style. The 2-1. Swing, line
2: drive, left field. Here comes Gamble. Steams into third base. Acta's waving him home. The throw
3: from Frazier. Not nearly in time. Nelson Cruz has won it for the Mariners. They have taken down the evil empire in front of over 46,000 from Safeco Field. It is a mob scene halfway to second base. Nelson Cruz is calling for protection. He has won it in the bottom of the tenth of final score from Safeco Field. It's the Mariners six and the Yankees five.
4: Thriller of a game, a great ball game. It had everything. Miranda five and a third, a couple of earned runs during the course of the ball game. Bullpen had some real bright spots. Zick was great in the 10th inning, a couple of big strikeouts. Phelps making his Mariners debut after the trades. We'll talk about the trades coming up as we move through the podcast this week. But his Mariners debut, inning in a third, no hits, no runs, no walks, two punch outs, 15 pitches, 12 strikes. Very impressive debut for Phelps out of the bullpen for the M's. A lot of timely hitting along the way, some clutch hits, Gamel, Cano, Cruz, Haniger, all with two hits apiece as the Mariners take the game three of the series. But game four, looking to split the series, and especially after the dropping the first two, splitting it, Oh, that would have been oh so nice. And they did take a lead in the fourth inning. It was Gamble again.
2: And he delivers the Gamble. Swing and a soft line drive into right field for a base hit. Valencia will score. Cano Ronnie third heading home. The throw to the plate bounces in about 20 times. Cano will score. Ben Gamble with a two-out, two-run single into right field. The Mariners are on the board. Around a to third on the base hit by Gamble is Cruz. And it's now the Yankees three and the Mariners two here in the bottom of the fourth. And Ben Gamble comes through.
4: Yeah, the bottom of the fourth, the big inning for the M's, a big four spot
2: here she comes swing and a line drive into the gap and left center field and deep and this one is on the track rolls all the way to the wall cruz will score the tying run gamble riding third he will score mariners have the lead 4 three and it's second with a two out two run double is guillermo heredia the mariners with four runs in here in the bottom of the fourth inning and they now lead it Four to three over the Yankees as Heredia comes through in the clutch, scoring Cruz, scoring Gamble, and the Mariners are on top, four to three.
4: But the M's could not hold the lead.
3: Six sets, now pitches, Swing, line drive well over Seeger's head into left field. Yankees are taking the lead. Frazier comes down the line and scores. Torres has rounded third; he crosses home. Clint Frazier has given the Yankees the lead here in the sixth inning. He has pushed Gardner first to third. It's now six to four, New York.
4: And the bullpen did it for the Yankees. Mariners not able to add on after that fourth spot in the fourth. Bullpen goes five and a third, two hits, no runs, no walks, and six strikeouts. And that was the difference in this one. The Yankees get to show off their new bullpen in this series after the big trade with the White Sox, adding two more. Big-time arms to what already was a very good bullpen, now a great bullpen. They have made games very short now. I mean, they can essentially make games five innings. So the Yankees, they came into this series against the Mariners struggling overall. I mean, they had the second-best record in the American League on June 11th, and they were scoring a ton of runs. They had the worst record heading into this series since then in the American League, and a big part of the problem had been the bullpen that has been shored up, and Mariners saw it firsthand in this four-game series how big of a weapon this bullpen is going to be for the Yankees. Yankees win 6-4 to four to take the series. So the standings look like this, and all of a sudden the surging New York Yankees hold the first wild-card slot by a game. Kansas City, they've won five in a row. Tampa's lost four in a row. They are tied for the second wild card. The Twins continue to hang around. They're a game back. They're a game above 500. And now the Angels, the Mariners, the Rangers, all two and a half back of Tampa and KC. Angels have won two in a row. Texas has won three in a row. And the Mariners, of course, losing yesterday. So that's where things stand. Unfortunately for the Mariners, it does not get much easier in these next three games as the homestand continues. Three against Boston, three against the Mets next weekend. The matchup against the Red Sox, the great news, James Paxton on the hill tonight, 7-10 first pitch. He has been sensational. 9-3, a 3-0-5 ERA, a very talented lefty, though, on the other side. Eduardo Rodriguez will take the ball for the Red Sox. He's already pitched against the Mariners once this year and pitched very well on May 26th, went six innings, five hits, no runs, three walks, four strikeouts. He's been on the DL most of the time since. He's only made two starts since then, June 1st against Baltimore, his most recent start the 17th after returning from the DL, went five and a third, gave up three earned runs to Toronto, but he is very good, a big arm from the left side. So that's the matchup tonight. Tomorrow, Tuesday, 7-10, Felix will take the ball again. Drew Pomerantz, who's pitched well for the Red Sox, 10-4, a 3-5-1. And then Andrew Moore, day baseball, twelve first pitch on Wednesday against Chris Sale, who is all-world right now. He has been awesome. Already over 200 strikeouts, and we're not yet to August. So that's how this three-game series sets up between the Mariners and the Boston Red Sox. Tonight, Paxton against Rodriguez. 7-10 first pitch. Just gets more and more important as you look at the standings, the Mariners two-and-a-half back, some teams to crawl over to get there. Every game important here as August is just right around the corner. Hard to believe as the season Especially after you get past the All-Star break, it tends to just fly by. And that's where we are at right now. Mariners taking on the Red Sox tonight. Well, some fun stuff now as we welcome in John Sterling. who's going to tell some great stories. We'll talk some Cano, some Edgar Martinez, and much, much more with the voice of the Yankees. The legendary voice of the Yankees, John Sterling, visits. Thanks, John. Thanks for coming over. Appreciate it very much.
5: Well, thank you. Legendary, I think, means old. Old. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. Boy, Robbie Cano, that's a a while ago.
4: Well, that's what we wanted to start with. Cano, who's creeping up on 300 career home runs. He's almost at 500 career doubles. I mean, really, looks like blazing a path towards the hall of fame you got to call a lot of those home runs a lot of those doubles what are your memories of watching robinson cano on an everyday basis
5: well first of all i'm i'm lefty and so i'm very um biased toward lefty hitters <laughs> and lefty tennis players et cetera, left hand pitchers and um i think robbie cano is the best second baseman i've ever seen and uh, there are a hundred reasons why i'm so sorry to see him go Not only is he an absolutely great hitter, can hit lefties or righties. Well, you know, you see him play all the time. Hit gaps, hit it out. They never figured he was going to be a home run hitter. When he came up, Brian Cashman said, well, he's more of a gap hitter. And he's a great second baseman. He has the best arm I've ever seen on a second baseman, turning the double play. He's a great hand. So I'm a big uh, Robbie Cano fan. Were you surprised they let him go? Well, Obviously, they, it's a
1: lot of money, but for the Yankees, that hasn't been a stumbling block until uh, right. Robbie left.
5: Uh, a little surprised that he left. Uh, they did offer him $175 million just at Seattle with those deep pockets came in and, <laughs> and took him away. Yeah, I was very surprised and very <laughs> sorry, but it's not my money, you know. Sean, speaking of uh, surprised, how about uh, your kid right fielder, Aaron Judge, batting over 331 home runs. Now was 72 runs batted in, almost hit one out of safe goal field last night,
2: way back into the upper deck in left field. Did anybody possibly see this coming from No,
5: this No, there's a lot of things you don't see in baseball, yeah. and you have to have patience. And do you know, Rick, I swear to you, at the end of spring training, I was for put Judge in the outfield and let him stay there, and let's see what he can do in 100 at-bats. They were thinking of actually sending him to Scranton for the beginning of the year. Aaron Hicks also had a great spring training. And uh, at the last moment, they decided on Judge. So they had no idea or they wouldn't have thought of sending him back. And I'll tell you why they're so lucky with Judge. Unbelievably lucky. Because Aaron Judge is, I hate to say this because it's too early, but he's kind of Jeter-like. He's the loveliest young man. Yeah. You know, feet on the ground, head on his shoulders. He very tough in New York. I mean, you figure how he's pulled away from 18 different ways. And you have to be very strong and very committed not yeah. to give in. And I think he's that way. I mean, the Yankees are so lucky to have that nice a young man be that big a star.
4: But you look at his size, the athleticism, the whole package. Is there anyone else that leaps to mind a comparison for what he has done so early in his career?
5: well not of that size no because he really is a good right fielder he has a great arm and he also runs the bases okay so uh and he's a a teammate you know every time he gets praise he um brushes it off on his teammates well they got on base for me that kind of thing so now they're very they got very lucky very lucky john sterling the voice of the yankees is
1: our guest here on the round table and john this is the 40th anniversary of mariners baseball when you think of Mariners and Yankees. I have a guess as to what comes to mind first, but you tell me what comes to mind when you first think of the 95
5: playoff. The best playoff I've ever seen. The highest of highs and the lowest (laughs) of lows for the Yankees. Uh, The highest of highs, winning the first two games in New York. You know, Mattingly had a home run. He finally made the playoffs. Um, Laritz, of course, won the second game. Mm -hmm. Uh, 15 innings. In the freezing rain. What was it, 15 innings? 15 innings, yeah. And uh, it was so late. And now all of us, including Seattle, are going to fly to the West Coast. Yeah. And um, the cops ring the field. And they led the fans in New York, New York. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was great. Then we came out here. Well, Randy Johnson won the first game. Well, you figure that. The second game, the Yankees had a big lead. Paul O'Neill hit a grand slam, I think. And I think, Rick, they had a 5 nothing lead. Yeah edgar martinez he had a grand slam he had a grand slam too they they killed scott kamenicki yeah and um then you know what happened in the final game (laughs) anyway uh, that's what can't comes to mind i was telling rick i've been coming to seattle since the mid-70s in basketball and i was always entranced by the city i had relatives who passed away who lived in mercer island and uh so I love coming here, and uh, I did a four-overtime game in the Kingdom with the Hawks and the, the Sonics when I was in Atlanta. So I have a lot of great memories about Seattle. Oh, also, another memory, I should have said this originally, in the year 2000, on October 11th, we had played Seattle in the playoff series the night before and we were shut out, as I recall. And um, I drove home. And uh, I was getting up at 6 in the morning because they were going to induce labor to uh, Jennifer because she was about ready to deliver triplets. And so we get to the hospital. I got up at 6 in the morning after a night game and go to the hospital and wait, of course. And then they induce labor and our trips were born. And uh, then, you know, Jennifer said to me at some point, you better get home. You know, the game was at four o'clock in the afternoon. The second game, so I went home and packed. We had a lot of people there, and um, and I got to the stadium. Uh, the Yanks were losing one nothing going to the eighth, and they scored seven runs and won the game. And we flew to Seattle. And I handed out, you know, about 75 cigars on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and I was up a full 24 hours. Wow. And I think that's about the happiest day of my life. Wow. So I have a lot of memories <laughs> involving Seattle. John, you were with the Braves for a long time, Yankees for a long, long time. Is it true you haven't missed a ball game? Uh, I have not missed a ball game. My first Hawks game was the beginning of November in 1981. And now it's 37 seasons later, and I've never missed a game. Wow. That's... I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> we, we do. We're impressed, okay. man. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, I was coming home from a Yankee road trip several years ago, and um, I had a driver. They give me a, a driver going to the stadium on getaway days and coming home. And um, we ran into one of those um, traffic checks um it doesn't matter what the road was but you know for drunk driving a DUI check and um so the cops came over to the car they recognized me and um the guy who was head of the detail leaned in and he said you got to keep that streak going
4: <laughs> really <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna get you to the stadium <laughs> isn't
5: that something yeah you know we were talking John about the uh, the Yankees
1: are almost I don't know Famous for the amount of drop-ins that you guys have during your radio broadcast? It's a, it's a very coveted thing to sponsor, we can tell. One, one of the favorites that I heard, I think I heard it last year or the year before, uh, the Yankees sponsored a pitch that uh, paints the inside corner. And if you need painting, just call our good friends. <laughs> that, that's got to be one of the
5: most creative drops, I think, in radio broadcast history. We, we touch every subject. <laughs> <laughs> and we commemorate everything that happens on the field with a spot. You know, when people... Um, talk about it or bring it up, in a way, I kind of get a little pride in it because you you want it to be sold. Sure. You want it to be popular. You want your team to win so that the ratings are higher and they can um, charge more for spots commercials. And so, um, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you'd like you – know, spring training is great when you don't have to do any spots <laughs> at all. So. You just do a game. Yeah, you just do the game.
4: We talked about the 95 playoffs edgar martinez his vote total uh, rose last time for hall of fame what do you what are your memories of watching edgar martinez oh my goodness he
5: was so fabulous against the yanks he was the toughest batter for mariano to get out and i, I mentioned this on the air we were talking about edgar martinez gonna have his number retired here uh, susan and i were and uh I can't decide who is the best right-hand hitter I've ever seen, Edgar Martinez or Manny Ramirez. (laughs) They both killed the Yankees. Killed them. So, uh, and he's such a nice, gentle man. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm a big Edgar Martinez fan, and, yes, he should be in the Hall of Fame. Tell me a little bit about Mr. Tanaka. What are we going to see from Masahiro Tanaka tonight? He's he's been a big problem for the Yanks (laughs) because he's supposed to be the ace. Severino's the ace. And... um, He's had a couple of games that have been phenomenal. He had a three-hit complete game shutout in Boston, uh, but he's given up a lot of home runs. He's second in the league, and the guys pitching against him is third in the league in giving up home runs. And Ricky Nolasco is number one, and with uh, Masahiro, um, he's you know got a command. And this is all pitching, pitching speak. Got a command his fastball, which sets up. He throws a lot of two-seam fastballs, sliders and splitters, and basically he's got to keep the ball down. And when he doesn't, he gets hit—really hit. Really hit. John, obviously, giving up so many home runs. Do you have your Todd Frazier home run call figured out already? Ooh. I do. <laughs> uh, no. Can you take us behind? You don't
1: yes. have to give it. Don't give it away, John. No, no, obviously, no. and I would—you wouldn't expect it to. But can you take us behind the curtain, John? How, I mean, how do you come up with this?
5: Well, first of all, it's become a cottage industry, and it never was supposed to be a home run call for every player. Well, too um, late now, huh? I've done- <laughs> well, it's gotten so popular, and the writers want to know right away. You know what's, you know, on Twitter they want to know right away. Um, I- I've used nicknames for players, for Bernard King and for Dominique, and all. But when I um, Started doing the Yankee games in the early years. For some reason, when Bernie Williams did something, I'd say burn, baby, burn. And Bernie goes boom. He loved it. And it, it took off from there. Some I think of, I thought of Robbie Cano, don't you know, as he did it. I thought A-bomb for A-Rod as he did it. And others, you know, now I've got to get a little creative and think about it a little <laughs> bit. You know, And I don't, that's not my, um, my forte, thinking, so... <laughs> Can you, can we'll you come up with one for Aaron Gold. Well, that, that is a request for tomorrow. <laughs> that's a request. <laughs> I want one for Aaron for tomorrow, John? Okay. I didn't say that earlier. That I'm also well requesting with the that. name with Gold in the name. That's easy. Yeah, so that's you're welcome. Try Riz. <laughs> <laughs> you, you had <laughs> a home a run tougher.
1: call. You had a home run call for for a former Mariner farmhand, G-Man Choi, this year. I thought uh, that was a great call. Can you drop a G-Man Choi home run call for us?
5: Uh, G-man's a G man's a he man. Oh Choi. Oh boy! Uh, yeah. <laughs> there it is! There it is! Uh, John, this is awesome. Uh, yeah. We well, appreciate the time. Well, my pleasure. Well, I'm not doing anything till we go on the air, and whoop, we go on the air in a minute. Or two. <laughs> <laughs> I better go. I better yeah. go. Right. Thanks, but, thanks, thank you, John. Thanks, thanks, John. Great Ryan. to see you, it. buddy. Thanks, John. The future great Hall stuff. of Famer, right there.
4: There it is, John Sterling, the voice of the New York Yankees. Great stuff as always. And here's Greg Green will get us ready for Edgar Martinez weekend and the rest of this homestand.
1: And here he is, Greg Green, He's not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi, uh, first of all, it's always good to see you in person. We do this. It's uh, There's this awkward barrier of the phone sometimes on Sundays when you join us because we're around the that's city. That's where
0: I'm hiding in my basement from my children
1: <laughs> yeah, that's trying a, to
0: make sure they don't scream at me while I'm doing the segment. And
1: that's not just on Sundays. Yes. And, <laughs> and now here you are in the booth, and you have brought with you Visual
0: aids, which makes sense, a lot of sense on radio.
1: They are yeah, they are fantastic. This is But a you
0: you paint a picture every day for the fans at home. Every night you paint a picture of what's going on the Why not paint a picture of what's in front of you right here?
1: Well, this is uh, we're about to break down uh, some giveaways on what is a fantastic homestand and as I see the giveaways here that you have in front of us for homestands that come as well. Yes. First of all, we have two very popular things. Uh, actually, let's only talk about one right now because we don't want to bridge home stance here. Let's put the Edgar stuff to the left. Okay. To the right.
0: I see what you're doing here. Yep.
1: Let's talk about. First of all, let's talk about this fine boat that you have here. I it's, mean, this it's is more the craftsmanship. Th- it's more than a
0: boat. You know, as a, as a Mar- longtime Mariner fan, I, I went to games in the Kingdom. You know, I remember the USS Mariner popping up over the center field wall and uh, shooting off the cannon for home runs. I heard a great story that it was an old Navy man that worked in our operations department that came up with the idea. And you can see oh, some really? of the old photos in the box. There's some Navy guys on the boat. Um, the boat changed through the years, so we worked hard during the offseason, like, Looking at pictures, trying to get as many details from the different boats that we used over are the pros, years. You You can see the flags on it. You I see do these nautical flags; they actually spell out the word "Mariners." In, no, in yeah, na- in, nautical in nautical lettering, nautical flag lettering. Yes, okay. I'm
1: going to fill out my scorebook with those from now on. Continue. Yes,
0: I think you should on Saturday. So the game is Saturday, and it's uh, it's a chance to celebrate the uh, USS Mariner. It's uh, a great boat, man.
1: I'm serious. Yes.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be, uh, you should be here, Saturday against the Mets. Day game.
1: I, yes, a, a very nice Saturday day game. I can't wait for that.
0: 110. Yeah, the parade in the evening. Seafair parade in the evening. Money. Yeah, it'll be a great day for the family to come out to the ballpark, celebrate all day in Seattle.
1: All right, we've got a big league boat we're giving away on Saturday. I like that. Very nice. Uh, let's continue on with, uh, boy, what should we do? Let's, let's go let's
0: to Ed, You know what, let's go to Edgar Weekend. I mean, because uh, it's going to be a great weekend. Okay. I, well, I don't disagree. All right. Let's, let's hear it. So uh, it starts on August 11th, because why well, wouldn't it? I mean, come on. Yeah. It's Friday, August 11th. What number, what number did he wear? I think oh, that's right. that's it was right. 11, okay. if Perfect. I'm not mistaken. So yeah. on August 11th, if those of you, again, longtime Mariner fans, remember the light Eagle Hardware light bat commercial, we've recreated in bobblehead form with a light bat bobblehead with a working light Kevin on it. Kevin confirms it works. He just it tested works. it. Paint the picture. Aaron, yep. go ahead.
1: Uh, with his right finger, one of them. He turned it on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It says on the back of the bobblehead, "It's a light bat," which is Edgar's famous quote. Uh, Can I can I say this too?
1: Facially, this is one of the more I think one of the more spot on uh, bobbleheads. It's it's Edgar. I mean, you guys really the effort level. No details
0: unspared. But forty five thousand fans to kick off Edgar Week. So everyone. Basically, everyone gets this light-up bobblehead. And this is, I mean, this, this is, is, is the ultimate bobble head. Bobblehead. Yeah, this is really cool. So make sure you get tickets for that. Saturday, obviously, the Edgar Martinez number retirement ceremony on Saturday. The ceremony will start at 530. Game's at 610. So nice. make sure you're out for that. And you get this handsome number plaque that uh, will replicate what will be out in center field. Look, yeah, we'll get a picture and post it on Twitter of Aaron yeah. kind of uh, laying it out where it will be. Left side or right side, do we know? Is, uh, that, is, that,
1: is that a, a that's secret?
0: That's a great <laughs> question.
1: Okay. I'll do one of each,
0: and then on Sunday you can you can look after we retire his number. You can look like Edgar. We're giving away a, a very handsome jersey, which Aaron is now modeling. Yes, and looks terrific. Yeah, I mean, it good. Fits Child, like a good. Child's glow. medium fits me. Yeah. dead on. Yes. I don't know how you know. I know you've been yeah. hitting the CrossFit gym. And, uh, <laughs> it, it's paid off.
1: Okay, so so far this is uh, <laughs> so far this is pretty good. What about uh, what about Robbie and the bubblegum gum here?
0: Uh, so yeah, Robbie's uh, bobblehead will be coming up. It's Salute to Latin American Baseball Night. Uh, we will be wearing the Marineros jersey. He's actually wearing a Marineros jersey. See the extra oh, yeah, wow. extra vowel in there. Yeah. You guys are good. Yeah. So, and Robbie's blowing the bubble, and uh, it should be a great way to wrap up our uh, bobblehead year. So looking forward to everybody coming out to the ballpark this week and also coming out for Edgar Martinez weekend.
1: All right. Hey, Gigi, I, you know, in radio there's this thing called time, and it just ruins things sometimes. So this is all, this is all the time we pleasure. have a lot for you.
0: It's been a pleasure.
4: But we wish, you, we wish you had you on here for longer. This was great. And now time for The Week That Was.
5: This is The Week That Was.
4: A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week
5: on Mariners Magazine.
2: Here's the fence, swung on, well hit ball. Deep to left field, and this ball game is tied at 5-5. Five five. Danny Valencia with a
6: three-run home run here in the top of the fifth inning. And a 3-0 to swung on and driven deep to left, down the line, staying fair, bye-bye! Boom, stick, baby. Another home run for Nelson Cruz. This guy is awesome, and he? Isn't He's something? 3-0 green light hammer time. And the pitch. And a swing and a miss. That's the ball game. Struck him out. Edwin Diaz strikes out the side. And the Mariners win it 7-6. And they complete their first three-game sweep in Chicago since 2003. The 1-2 from Davinsky. Pitch. Swing on. There it is. Oh, my. Deep to left second goodbye! off the concrete wall out there in left field boom stick baby Nelson Cruz has done it again
2: the set by Gallardo the right handers 2-1 pitch swinging and a ground ball wide of third of the hole and short backhanded by Segura throw to kudo at second in time out at second is McCann Gene
6: Segura does it again with his glove and a pitch to Seager pitch swing on and hit to right it's deep it's got carry it's a oh, home run for Kyle Sager! The Mariners have the lead back again, baby, at 8-7. Oh, man!
0: Gutsy performance by our pitching. I mean, our bullpen, I mean, those guys at the back end have been used, I mean, now four days in a row. They came out, gave it everything they had. It was great to see the defense pick them up. I mean, to have timely hitting like that's big. It's nice to keep this streak rolling after the, the break.
6: And a pitch to Mariznick. Swung on and missed. A breaking ball and a beauty. Struck him out. Strikeout number seven. And Big Pax has gotten it done today. Springer lead. Here's the pitch. Swung
2: on. Well hit ball deep to left field. This one is going to be off the wall. Right to Heredia. Springer to third. The throw to Kyle Seager. And out at third is Springer. The throw to second. Safe at second. Altuve. Holy smokes. What a throw by Guillermo Heredia.
6: Yeah, that's huge. You know, this is a big series for us to come out. And a big road trip. You know, we win five out of six. That's awesome coming out of the
3: break. And just got to keep it going here and keep ourselves in this race. Tanaka's pitched. Gamble he swings lifts it out to right field judge going back he's in the sun he's at the track judge watches this clear the fence and Ben Gamble has homered against his former team and he has given the Mariners a 2-1 lead in the bottom of the third
2: here's the stretch and the pitch on the way to Robbie swing and a fly ball deep to left field Frazier going back looking up goodbye baseball Robbie Cano Opposite field home run into the Yankee bullpen, and the Mariners have the lead, five to four here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Jumping on Robertson's first pitch, Robbie Cano, home run number nineteen on the year. I
6: think everybody got their money's worth.
3: Uh,
4: there was a lot of energy in the ballpark tonight. Uh, exciting game. Uh, you know, back and forth. Um, no, great effort by our guys. A uh, nice win. Uh, we, we needed to win tonight. Uh, you know, kind of where we were rolling here, coming off the road. Uh, the Yankees got us the first couple, but our, our guys understood, and I thought their intensity level was certainly there tonight. Again, really driven by the, you know, the energy in the ballpark. It was a lot of fun. The two-one. Swing, line, drive, left field. Here comes Gamble.
2: Steams into third base. Acta's waving him home. The throw from Frazier. Not nearly in
3: time. Nelson Cruz has won it for the Mariners. They have taken down the evil empire in front of over 46,000 from St. Coe Field. It is a mob seed, halfway to second base, Nelson Cruz is calling for protection. He has won it in the bottom of the tenth. A final score from Citi Field. It's the Mariners six and the Yankees five.
6: See you later.